feel like i haven't done this in like three weeks yeah it's been a minute it's good to good to be back great to be back um i love uh what has brought us back and if possible i think i mean do is we want to jump right into it? we had a conversation beforehand but now that we're actually recording do we want to um do we want to talk about this or we want yeah. to just bullshit no i say let's talk about it some um let's try to Let's try to leave certain specifics out of it um, and just talk in some generalities. Okay. Just in case. You never know who's listening. You never know how something you might say could change the, the course of history. So we'll we'll leave names and proper nouns out of it. And we'll just kind of be as, as vague as we can, but and still improper. make it a good listen. Yeah. Let's be improper. Um, I like you say like uh, life or world changing or life changing moment for more. Just a moment ago, you said you said something like that life changing. And that's what this show was initially intended to be is let's talk to people about these little windows of time in their life, where Mm -hmm. if you chose one thing or chose a different direction, things would be different. And yeah, as luck would have it, this window for you, D'Angelo Hopkins, mm-hmm. currently open. Yeah, when when we first set out on this this podcast journey a little over a year ago, that was kind of what we were intended to be, just talking about those little moments in life. And if you had chose to go left at the fork in the road instead of right, that big if moment, how would things be differently on both a micro and a macro level? Um, we've devolved into a circle podcast, a um, health podcast. Yeah, uh, health and wellness. Um, more circle. Yeah, a little bit about uh, the music scene in Palm Beach, Florida. We got into politics last time, I think. Yeah, the the Mount Rushmore of political shithead talk. Which um, I think that one might, I think that one's kind of shot up. You know what? Really? Taken over uh, as number one most downloaded podcast for us. It was Cassie, right? It was Cassie. Actually, I think it's tied right now. But this one, when you go to rssfeed.com or whatever that site is, yeah, it shows as number one now. Oh man! Can you is guess? Is it? Is it the Grande C? El Grande C. Really? Yes. That's a while ago. That's a few months ago at this point. That is a few months. Um, it, it's kind of crazy to me. I'm not sure if it's the title. Um, I've, I remember it being enjoyable, but I don't remember exactly what we talked about. I should probably listen to our own episodes. I think it was just kind of mostly a recap of my eat, pray, love trip to Tulum. Or it might have been the one where we did it while I was down there. We did one while I was there. Yeah, that was it. Okay. It was your... Yeah. Uh, Comer, rezar, amar, uh, viaje. Yeah, good, good Spanish there, Duolingo. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to Mexico in two weeks, and so I'm I'm brushing up. But any, but yeah, back this. <laughs> what we were saying was that we we started as uh, what if 
kind of scenario as the basis of our show. And as you and I were just talking on the phone a few minutes ago, um, a situation in, in my life has kind of presented one of those moments that in the next three to five to seven to 14 days, I may have uh, one of those big if kind of which which fork in the road do you take kind of moments. And it seemed like the perfect time to hop on and and chat about it a little bit. Well, um, I, I love that we did, and I'm glad that we're getting together because it, it, we've had a little dry spell here, um, and I'm I'm ready to get back into this. Now, I just Googled something. I Googled a question. Yeah, what was the question? And you even ha you haven't even presented what your big if is yet, but I Googled what what should you consider when you have a job offer, and the first thing that comes up are six main things to consider. All right, hit me with them. One, the organization. Two, the position. Three, the location. Okay. Four, the benefits. Five, the compensation. And six, your budget. Is that in order of importance or is that just no particular order? Can you tell? It's the first thing that came up on Google. It, it may not even be the best thing. It's just what ranked the highest on Google. All right. So for a little background here, just so you're not, if you're listening, you're not just sitting in the dark wondering what yeah. the hell we're rambling on about. Sorry, I jumped into that really quick. But if you are, if you are a legitimate loyal ifster, um, you know that my co-host here um, within what the last year decided to kind of embark out in a journey to be his own boss and run his own company has when did that happen October 2021 okay so we're at we're like a year far, and a half now almost a year and a half yeah so he's he took I the finally plunge. have an Instagram account there and it looks great I've, I've liked some of the stuff you've been putting out with the cider videos and thanks you're off to a good start thanks um and then I'm in the restaurant industry <clears throat> um chasing a dream job in local radio slash social media. I've kind of worked my way up from just the super fan of the show uh, to somebody who contribute, contribute some content for the show on different social media platforms was doing it pro bono. Um, and then recently was, was brought on as kind of a fill in working part-time uh, with no, not necessarily any, um, there's no view on the horizon that anything long-term is going to come from it. I'm hopeful, but there's nothing out there to, to focus on and say, yeah, this is on the doorstep. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've, I've received a preliminary job offer today that has really just got my mind racing and having me kind of decide which, which fork in like a three forked road um, I should take. And, um, <clears throat> I was given what I, I would kind of got the vibe was a loose deadline of the next kind of 72 hours was mm -hmm. when they were hoping to hear something. Um, I wonder if I can negotiate a little bit longer time period there, but so it feels like we'll just say I've got maybe by the end of business this week, I probably, need to kind of have an idea of which fork in the road I'm going to take. And I was offered a 
position in a field that I would be rather familiar with. Um, not the most fluent person in the world in that field, but um, definitely feel like I could handle the position um, for a salary that would be more than I've ever made at any job in my life, including when I was 13 years deep into the, the education profession. Uh, so a great salary, a uh, chance to kind of get in on the ground floor of something. Um, it would take me to a location that some would deem to be desirable. Uh, you're, you're, you know the location. Would you deem that to be a desirable location? Yes, I would. Uh, is that location a proper noun that we can't mention? Um, I would say, yeah, the location's a proper noun, but I don't think the location gives anything away. So yeah, we'll say it's, it's at, it's at Lake of the Ozarks. Lake of the Ozarks, uh, really just a beautiful bucolic, uh, lake in kind of Southwest Missouri and just like the Western side of the state. Right. Yeah, and I was actually told today, and I, I feel like I've heard this before, so it might be true, but somebody told me today that there is more coastline at Lake of the Ozarks than there is on the entire state of California. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's more, um, I think, well, you know, I don't even know if that's, that is true. It sounds like it could be true, and I remember yeah. them saying it on an episode of Ozark. So that's that's why I believe it's true. Ah, yeah. So if you if you've seen the show Ozark, even if you're not from Missouri or from the area, because Lake of the Ozarks is a it's a big vacation destination for St. Louis families. I'm sure Springfield, Kansas City. It's kind of in the middle of yeah. yeah, It's it's in the middle of kind of all of the big metropolitan areas that surround it. It's kind of equidistant away. Um, big lake, uh, take, you can take the family out there. If you're a young bachelor or bachelorette, uh, I'm you sure that's a, get, sure you can, great place to get roofied out there. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's where the show Ozark, um, is set is said to be taking place at. Although I think a lot of that was filmed in Georgia, but that's neither here nor there, but yeah. So, uh, basically this job offer would, have me move to Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, work at a new place that would be right on the water in a bustling um, environment, especially during those summer summer months. Um, like I said, making a great salary. Um, but I would basically kind of have to uproot my life, move across the state, uh, find new lodging, kind of take a risk. Um, and also it would probably, it would probably put an end to any of the dream job stuff with the radio and the social media. Cause it would be a commitment that probably wouldn't allow me to do both, especially moving a few hours away. So yeah, um, I guess in the, I guess this week I'm going to be deciding what's more important money or uh, chasing a, a pipe dream. Well, you could do social media from 
a separate location. Yeah, in theory, um, I have found even in just my time here in St. Louis doing some stuff on the side with them, it's obviously so much easier to do right. the social media stuff when you're there in the studio. Right. You're you're part of the conversations. You 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 know the context of what was discussed on the show. Sure, people can send me photos and videos and edit stuff. I could do that from anywhere in the world, but I think it would obviously be easier to do still here in St. Louis, but also in this new position, it would be one that would be time consuming enough where regardless of the the capability of remote work, it wouldn't be in the cards to be able to do both or it would probably kill whatever relationship I have with the show and the the social side of that stuff it would be a huge endeavor to be the general manager of this place in the lake of the ozarks mm -hmm. um i remember working at outback steakhouse in college yeah you used to do that with a, a lipper in yeah yeah I, I might have even told that story but you did there i wouldn't have said it on here <laughs> yeah if uh, i served you between like 2005 and 2007 at Outback Steakhouse in Columbia, Missouri, there was a pretty good chance that I had a dip in my mouth, just stuck into the back somewhere and I was spit into a cup in the... Anyways, I hope that doesn't come back to burn out <laughs> back in Columbia. But... I think the statute of limitations is up on that. I think you're good. Yeah. So what I was driving, what I'm driving at though, is there was this guy, Doug, who was the proprietor there and um he was never not there like it's a constant um this position uh for him would be or i would imagine you you would be somewhat in in the similar position pretty constant um and that is definitely to be taken into effect now like you said it is a desirable location um what what do you think of the location actually before is it desirable to you it is intriguing to me. Um, I don't own a boat, but I enjoy boats. Um, Would you possibly get a boat? I mean, if it was, I've always heard that buying a boat is one of the like least financially responsible things that you can do. Um, but if I thought that my lifestyle could afford it and it wasn't an irresponsible purchase, I mean, I suppose I could be turned into a boat guy you know i once uh lived at in marina del rey uh which is a marina in, in los angeles and tons of boats are docked there and what my wife and i found is it's far better to make friends with boats than sure. to buy a boat yourself so absolutely guaranteed you know uh you know you're gonna make some friends uh in the lake of the ozarks if you move there and you will have boat friends that you can go out seven days a week uh, between these boat friends. So uh, maybe buying a boat isn't the thing. Maybe maybe renting a boat to live on. Now that might be. Ooh, a houseboat? A houseboat could be an interesting lifestyle. That's true. Um, and then I was thinking, because I recently did like a little two-day two getaway in um, in a little rural town here in in not far from St. Louis called Potosi, Missouri. Yes. And very rural. 
Um, what happens in Potosi stays in Potosi is what I heard. Sure. Yeah, I'm not going to air out any of my Potosi dirty laundry, but I will say that not a lot to do in the town. Um, I think um, the full day that we had there, <clears throat> one of the things that we did for some leisure time activities was we went to multiple antique stores. N- nothing I've really ever done before. And if I'm being frank, I'm good on it now for a while. I don't intend to go antiquing again anytime soon. My point in all this There's is... There's some good antiquing down in the Lake of the Ozarks. So I tell know. you, I uh, the only thing that I even came remotely close to buying was a still-in-the-package um, 1999 edition of a Tiger Woods bobblehead. Uh-huh. I thought, I mean, it was $15. It was in good shape, still in the package. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I don't, I have some bobbleheads here at home, some blues and cardinal bobbleheads, but I'm not necessarily a bobblehead collector per se, but seeing as though it's like the most famous golfer in the history of golf, um, I just, I had thought about buying it because I thought, you know, it's $15. That'll be cool to have at the house, even if it doesn't appreciate in value, it's just a little $15 cool souvenir to have. I talked myself out of it. I didn't end up buying it. I do have a little bit of regret about that. Uh, but we're digressing here. My point oh, was... I love it. I love it. Just, I, I love the idea that that we could go antiquing, buy a bobblehead, and think to our... Have the thought in our head, like, this might really appreciate in value where if I just buy it for $15 now and hold on to it for 20 years, someone might pay $20 for it later on down the line. Like there, it's, there's no chance. There's no chance it's going to appreciate in value. Well, and you know, it, that kind of actually just makes me think if I'm in the, that, if I'm that indecisive about possibly buying a $15 bobblehead that could go up $5 in value over the course of a couple decades, that makes this job related decision seem infinitely more important and on a larger scale. Now, you know uh, what? Let me interject again. You're you're not being indecisive. That wasn't a, a moment of indecision. It sounds to me like you were very decisive about not about passing on this bobblehead. And it's with that same stone cold decisiveness that you will approach this next big if in your life but um i wrote down something earlier you said the term i'm at a three forked road what's the second fork is the second fork the dream job yeah i suppose the the first fork would be just to continue along in my assistant manager role at sugar fire uh, live in kind watch of out the, for those, uh, watch out for those proper nouns. Yeah. I've mentioned them on there before. Um, but yeah, so I could continue with the status quo, the way things are, am I making a bunch of money? No, I am not. Do I, do I have many things that I want that I just can't have because of my financial situation outside of the $15 Tiger Woods bobblehead? No, I pretty much get whatever I desire. Um, so yeah, that's the first fork. Um, I suppose this that fork also leads to the second fork, which would be waiting out 
the radio show, uh, social media type stuff. Um, and yeah, then I guess that third fork is this more drastic one where I, for the first time ever, really, besides one school year in Cape Girardeau, uh, leave the St. Louis area uh, for an extended period of time and move to the Lake of the Ozarks. When you say that out loud, what kind of, what feeling do you feel? Is that exciting? Excite yeah, it is exciting. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of times in my life, I, <clears throat> I would say that I can sometimes be guilty of not taking action because I'm scared of the unknown or uh, I don't, I need to do more like betting on myself and taking the leap of faith rather than just playing it safe. And, uh, you know, cause had I not had some unforeseen circumstances come up in my teaching life, mm -hmm. I would still probably be teaching. I'd be miserable and I would just be writing it out until retirement uh simply because it was it felt secure and i had a decent paycheck that i knew was coming every two weeks and it it took it took the universe pushing me out the door for me to make those life changes and i'm glad they happened i have no regrets about it whatsoever but i don't think i would have ever had the cojones to do that without the universe kind of forcing that upon me uh, so yeah, the idea of like betting on myself and not necessarily taking the the easiest, most known road, that is intriguing and exciting to me. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, it is exciting, and it's it's it, you. If you take this road, if you go through this prong of the fork, then um, you are going to get all of that. You're going to get that excitement. Um, I've, this is something that I'm somewhat versed in. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say that um, one thing I honestly and I we we joke and are silly at times, but this is this is all legit. What I'm going to say. One thing I've always admired about you is your willingness to kind of jump into the unknown and bet on yourself and know that in a sink or swim situation you are going to swim you did it when you left st louis and moved out to california you didn't even have lodging arranged right uh i had found i found my place that i was going to live on craigslist and you did that from st louis prior to when you left yeah i remember where I was, where I dropped the the um, first month's rent check in the mail from St. Louis, and being like, "Did I just send five hundred dollars to somebody that I was just going to take my money?" I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, I admired that you uh, you left the safety and security of a life here in St. Louis near your family and. Um... You know, you did you have a job arranged when you left to go out there? No, I quit my job and um, I spent a lot of time. I knew I was I, I planned for about four months and I spent a lot of time building my creative portfolio so I could hit the ground running with job search. 
as soon as I got there. So um, I was prepared to like start hunting for a job, but no, I didn't have, I didn't have a job. I didn't know anybody besides my cousin. Yeah. So you, you move, you know, halfway across the country with no lodging really set up that was set in stone and concrete, no income stream that you knew was going to be coming in at any time soon. You just fucking did it and you bet on yourself and you haven't looked back since you've been out there since the day you left. Um, then, you know, like, like we said a few minutes ago, about a year and a half ago, you took the leap of faith of betting on yourself in the, in your professional life too, kind of going to work for yourself and trying to start something, uh, from the ground floor. So I have always admired that about you. And that's something that if I'm being honest, I wish I had a little bit more of that in me. Well, we've mentioned on this show before where the choice to come out here for me has led to a totally different life. It's neither better nor worse than it's just different. So like, look, um, I was looking it up over here while you were, while you were talking it through, I was trying to find this quote. Um, there's, uh, in, into the wild is this book from a guy named John Krakauer that like really influenced me back then. And these are like the months leading up to San Diego, um, to moving to San Diego. Um, and it was just this dude who decided he wanted to go out into nature and, and be stubborn about like being on his own and being independent. Um, so, so I was just trying to look up this couple of these quotes that like got me, but something here's one that comes to mind. It's just the core of man's spirit comes from new experiences. That's true. It's not necessarily groundbreaking, but I have this weather one just always written up on the board over here. There's a couple of them actually that maybe apply to this. One is it's, it's the possibility of having a dream come true that makes life interesting. So I guess the choice is, do you want an interesting life or not? Or do you want to feel interesting or not? Um, and I think it is a really interesting thing to be able to say that about yourself, that you, that you gambled on something new and you know that you're going to have oxygen in your lungs tomorrow, regardless, because you got a good head on your shoulders. Um, so bet on yourself. <laughs> um, and as much as like the American dream is like kind of a, can be wishy-washy for a lot of people. Like, I think there's still something to it and it's just maybe something you have to conjure up within yourself. Um, so I'm, I'm speaking in big generalities over here, but I understand the inflection point that you're at right now. And I can say, looking back, like, I don't, I don't have any regrets. Um, no. <clears throat> and I'm happy. You, you obviously went out there and met the woman who you ended up marrying and right. starting a family with, uh, you know, that road led you to, uh, a multitude <laughs> of things. Uh, so yeah, that, that was your big if moment. And like you said, you have no regrets about it. I, uh, I don't know that I've had a whole lot of big if decisions. And cause like I said, my biggest, if, uh, decision was made. The biggest ones in my life have been made for me. Been I haven't, yeah, I haven't, 
now how you react to those decisions that are made for you, I guess uh, you could either give yourself credit for or hold it against yourself. But like in my job situation, when the teaching thing came to a head, uh, I feel like I made a chicken salad out of chicken shit there. However, the saying goes, I made the best of it and don't have regrets about how it all went down in my personal life. Um, obviously, uh, the decision of my divorce was not really mine in, in the moment, but I feel like I came out better on the other end of that. I don't know that I ever, uh, go sober if I don't have that divorce decision kind of put in my lap, but that's, that's something that I'm the most proud about of my entire life. So, you know, the fork in the road after those initial decisions were made for me, I made the decisions on how to handle it. So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring up the uh, sobriety thing because Lake of the Ozarks, it's a vacation destination. There's a lot of partying that goes on there. Party Cove. Have you, you've been to Party Cove. I've been once. Yeah. I, I can't even remember everything I saw, but um, yeah, it was, it is a, I'll tell you, and it's crazy living in a vacation destination. Even if you have visitors from home, they're on vacation. So they bring a whole different energy and mood into your home because they're on vacation, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of bizarre. Like it's almost, um, it's kind of exhausting sometimes having, having visitors, but, uh, you can also feel a pretty cool energy almost all year round because people are in your backyard or in your area because they want to get away and have fun and like, and let loose. And that, you know, some more often than not, especially in Napa and, um, and Lake of the Ozarks that translates to drinking and partying. That doesn't always translate that way. But uh, people bring a different energy when you live in a destination town. And that is, that's fun and exhausting too. Yeah. And I, I started talking earlier about how Potosi had me like, man, this town has, has nothing to do in it. We're going to the fucking antique store. Like this town sucks. Uh, <laughs> But then I'm thinking like, well, what do you even fucking do in your free time anyway? You don't do any. You live in St. Louis where there's it's not a huge metropolitan area. It's not L.A., Chicago, sure. New York. But it has a lot of comparisons. It has things that can be done if you're looking to do something. But do I do anything? I do not do anything. So uh, I was thinking about this Lake of the Ozarks thing. And, you know, to me, only been there a few times, but. Lake of the Ozarks seems a little bit more like Potosi than it does like St. Louis, which maybe yeah. I could be off. So I'm like thinking, well, like, what are you going to do if you're living in this Lake of the Ozarks town and there's nothing to do? But, you know, what do I like to do in my free time? I like to uh, watch sports on TV. You can do that in Lake of the Ozarks. I like to golf. I'm there's a I'm sure there's plenty of that around Lake of the Ozarks. I'm sure there's some beautiful courses. I like to podcast with my friend. I can do that from anywhere. So I maybe that train of thought was a little misguided. 
if I want to, well, if I no, want to head no. into town and get like one of those old timey photos taken where I'm wearing like a coonskin cap and like have a rifle right here, I can do that whenever I want. That would be pretty funny if you did that a lot. D'Angelo's <laughs> like weekly old time photo. Yeah, you just wanted to get a different one. You wanted to go through their whole menu of photo options as though like a connoisseur every of, uh, sepia tone photos. Yeah, every where every wardrobe option they have, just the 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 male ones, the female ones, the children ones. Yeah. Maybe I can even grab strangers and be like, "Hey, will you guys be in my old time photo? I'm all by you myself, should. and I need I need some backups." Oh man, I like that idea. Um, that it's almost like you're you want to go to every escape room that one location has, but you just want every old time photo op option. I wonder if that would make for like a funny video or like piece of content where you go and like do a, a hidden camera bit at the old timey photo shop where you try to convince strangers on the strip to dress up and get in your old timey photo. But hey, my name is Kurt. I've been wanting to do one of these, but I'm I'm by myself. Do you think you and your friends would be willing to hang out for a little bit, maybe throw on a coonskin cap and take this picture with me? And, yeah, I love it. I love it. Dude, that was someone someone did that uh here in Napa. It's this guy I follow on Instagram called Jake the Producer, and he's hilarious. He does great video work. But uh he dressed up in a tux and went downtown and was just like said to the cameras, like I he's like, I've been here, it's just hard making friends. And so we'd go up to total strangers in his tux and be like, Hey, I'm hosting a dinner tonight. Like, you want to come over? <laughs> and these people were like, are you for real about this? And it looked like, you know, it was shot like it was a prank show or something, but he was being genuine about it. He finally got like six people to commit to it. And then right after he's like, shit, I got, I didn't even think about dinner. Like now I got to go buy some dinner. So uh, it was, it was really funny, but it uh, kind of reminds me of what you're talking about. Um, but if I can go back to this idea of like, sh you're looking at like, well, okay, what, what do I do anyways? There is something like when I lived um, in like Hawthorne, right on the edge of, of Manhattan Beach, um, the ocean was two miles away, two and a half miles to the west. And uh, we could walk there, we could bike there. Um, do you know how often we went to the beach when we lived in Hawthorne? Rarely. Rarely rarely but that doesn't mean there's there's still something to the possibility of having it nearby it's still like a, it's like it's a an comfort. option yeah it's like a pillow that you can hold on to if you want to um, and when it's not there you feel a little bit restricted so um, or things don't feel quite as like creature comfort um, so there is something to what you're saying um, where it doesn't matter if you if you don't like go to the arch or you know um, go to the butterfly house or the science center all the time like it's it, the options there and there's something there is something psychologically rewarding about having the option yeah it's like yeah I, I am i going no but i could if i wanted good. to totally good whereas in lake of the ozarks or potosi it's like hey you want to go to six flags a day like yeah but that's that's like a 
10 hour round trip. Yeah. And I, my biggest beef with Potosi is, uh, I'm still, I'm like, actually today I crossed over the halfway point in this round of 75 hard today's day 38. Nice. So I spent these two days in Potosi where I had to get two workouts in a day and one of them had to be outside. The outside part was easy. Went for a hike, you know, three and a half, four miles, an hour, whatever it was. That part was easy, but I wanted to find a gym and get like a, a weightlifting or like a circuit training kind of workout in. There was not a gym to be found anywhere near Potosi. Really? Um, there was like, th- if I put in gym into Google Maps, there was a couple options that popped up. But I drove like 15 minutes into town and it took me to, I think one of them was like a H&R block now or something. So it had never gotten updated. Uh, yeah, so that I could not find a gym in Potosi to save my life. That was frustrating. Does it have to be an indoor workout? Can it be two outdoor workouts? Yeah, no, that's fine. Just at least one of them has to be outside. So I ended up doing both of them outside. Just went for a couple hikes that day. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a lot to think about. A lot to think about. You got a big if on your shoulders right now. Oof. Yeah, and, like, one of my big – whenever I think about, like, moving, like, I've had little pipe dreams about, uh, like, just packing up and moving to Mexico and bartending and living on the Gulf and whatever. Mm-hmm. And – Obviously, we've, we've none of that dream of packing up and moving to Mexico. <laughs> sure. But uh, like my one of my biggest uh, holdups to moving anywhere has always been how close I am with my mom and dad. Right. And, uh, you know, Lake of the Ozarks is just two and a half ish hours away. So it's not like they're on the other side of the world if I right. were to, to to take on this decision. So or if they wanted uh, to visit you, that's an easy it's an easy drive, especially by comparison to how far your dad drives for Mizzou football games. <laughs> yeah, it's probably That's nothing. Yeah, he's crazy when it comes to that stuff. Plus, maybe you could, uh, if you know, they're playing in Oklahoma or something, or um, in Arkansas. Like, you could be like, you could, you know, divide up his drive. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna. I'm not a big list guy, but I might sit down later tonight and make like a pros and cons list. Have you I talked like with the, your parents about it? I talked to my mom about it very briefly today after the the idea was broached. Um, we didn't really get into it too much. I was still working. She's babysitting Hayden, so I didn't talk to her a whole lot about it. I'll probably call her later tonight and just kick it around a little bit, see what her thoughts. I trust her. About 95% of the time, I'd say she's right about 95%. There is that 5% where she just, whether she wants to admit it or not, she's got to take an L on a few things. Um, There's one in particular that I'll tell you about off air that I really just, she dropped the ball on this one and she was, (laughs) okay. She was wrong. I was right. And it doesn't go down like that often, but in this one instance, Jeannie, Jeannie's taking an L. Jeannie, just, just take it and move on. All right. Yeah. Her, her, her record is immaculate. So yeah. one every now and then is fine. But if yeah. you're batting nine fifty 
or your win percentage is 950, that's a Hall of Fame resume. You're the best to ever do it. You're literally the, the best, best that ever, ever did do it. it. Um, well, I, um, I envy you and I don't envy you at the same time because I know the gravity of uh, or the aftermath and the fallout of all of this situation. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. I am excited. Ooh, it's nice, you know, if nothing else, it's nice every now and then to have a decision to be made. I've got options. Sure. I've got I've got things to ponder and think about. I'm not just going through the motions on the same old shit different day, but yeah, I'm glad you uh you said let's hop on and kind of workshop this on the podcast and if you if I know I was vague, so if you're listening out there, if you've ever been through anything like this, and you want to share some advice or any words of wisdom or whatever, hit us up the big if at gmail the big if pod at gmail.com. I'm gonna make it a point to get some content on that Instagram that we set up and haven't really posted anything on since. We've actually had a couple followers pop up that's somebody that I I don't know. So a couple of randoms have hopped on. So that's cool. Really? Yeah, I'm using my phone right now to record this or I'd look and and tell you some names. But yeah, there was every once in a while I'll get a notification and you know, usually it's like, oh, Jeannie Garner, your mom is now following you, or this random person you went to high school with. And we're like, oh, that makes sense. But there's been a couple that have just been like, oh, damn, that's I don't know that name. We must have more of a reach than we feel like we do. That's and I don't want to disappoint them with a lack of content on the gram. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I bear responsibility for that too. Um, I'm trying to build up my own Instagram right now. So, no, I feel you. I said I would take on that part of things and I have dropped the ball, but we'll get it rolling. So, if you're on, if you're following us, keep hold steady. We're coming. Hold steady. It's been a long, dry two and a half weeks for you, but we back. Except oh, we're back. for I'm going to next week's gonna be busy so we'll we'll be back soon we'll we'll make a time i always got time for you i love you buddy love uh, you too man we're we're gonna it's gonna be good things are all right good. we'll we'll wrap this one up and uh you know if there's any updates to the situation we shall share them with all the ifsters uh, check us out at the Big If Pod on Instagram or email us at the Big If Pod at gmail.com. This is Luther and D'Angelo with the Big If. Keep effing. Ooh.